I'm Jalen. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Declassified Survival Guide, the podcast where we recap one of your favorite childhood shows while giving you tips for surviving adulthood. Today we're talking about emergency drills and the late bus. What's poppin', Tommy? Everything. This is like, we should have fireworks. We should have confetti. Guys, we did it. Hey. We reached the end of season one. People, someone out there probably said we could, it couldn't be done. Couldn't be done, they said. And look at us. They didn't, they didn't meet no Tommy P and Jalen J. They didn't. They doubted us. They <laughs> doubted Juicy Lips T. <laughs> it's true. But don't worry. We always have a plan for emergencies when they happened. Exactly. And we also, even if we were late sometimes, we had a transportation. <laughs> we were late a lot of times. <laughs> but we made sure we got our kids to their homes eventually. Yes. It might have been days or weeks later. <laughs> A yeah, lot has good. happened since day one. Like episode one to now? We've seen growth. Maybe. I don't know. Honestly, most of, we can talk about it at the end, but most of our main characters, like, when thinking about how much did they actually learn from the beginning to now? This is true. I feel like they just constantly have, like, little light bulb moments. And then the episode ends. And then they go back to school the next week and they'd be on the same bullshit. Yeah. Maybe season two. Maybe season two, they'll come back and they won't have to relearn the lessons they learned in season Right. Two. They'll be a little older, a little wiser. Yeah. Maybe we'll see some beard hairs. Mmm. Get, get a little chin hair action, a little mustache. I could see Cookie with a nice mustache. Yeah, I could see it. I or a goatee. Ooh, he could, he'd be very villainous, but I could see him with like a nice goatee. I'm now I'm curious. Does he have facial hair now? I don't know. I don't think so. It might be like 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 five o'clock shadow, maybe. It's a little sprinkling. Yeah. I know Ned has long hair. I don't think he has much facial hair as well though. Nah. No. Uh but yeah, we're here. We're at the last episode. We got emergency drills and late bus. And I did have fun watching these episodes. They're they're goofy as all get out. So goofy. <laughs> Like so much, but what like what do we expect? All of season one was goof. Yeah, and like I mean, we talked about this before when Naomi was on about how like you know Nickelodeon really wanted to be a channel that was for kids, and I think that shows in Ned's when you're like, this is absolutely just like shenanigans for a twelve year old. Yeah, we're not in our like adult cartoons like nowadays. I think we've transitioned not always there's still like kid cartoons but there's like hey cartoons can be for adults too and right. we can have serious conversations about topics right like i think of like avatar the last airbender where you you know you can put a kid in front of that show you can put an adult in front of that show and you're just like wow this is like good quality storytelling the jokes like run through even if you're older dads you're just like okay y'all have a weasel running around and and I want to see these teachers' degrees. Like, I really want to see, are they qualified to teach at this school? It's clearly someone is qualified to teach them about bear attacks and bear emergencies. I will say, like, their bear strategy wasn't too bad. I mean, there's probably some, I think there's some steps that they're missing in, in, in Monroe's three-step plan to handle bears. Okay, so what would be in your plan to handle bears so yeah so monroe's plan was just avoid bears 
evacuate area, call animal control. I feel like one and two are basically the same thing. Like if I'm already avoiding bear, do I need to then evacuate the area? I feel like I would like, if I see a bear, I would like first, well, what's the strategy? I, I guess that's the question. I, I, I'm not educated in it. Are you supposed to, is, it, is a bear one of those that you're supposed to stand still and not make big movements? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. We really should research this. Yeah. I don't know well, if we have any camping plans anytime soon, but. The only bear knowledge I have is from an episode of SpongeBob where he's a bear fish and they made Squidward wear a sombrero and bring a <laughs> cheese platter and do all. This. So that's what I'm probably going to do if a bear does attack is just follow a SpongeBob strategy. Maybe you like play dead. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You have a very dramatic reading of that. Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 two bear take. <laughs> I brought you myrrh. Murder. Oh no, Judas! No. <laughs> we were talking about the TikTok earlier that has become tickling my funny bone. Look it up. But yeah, I, I think with bear, I just think there's more strategies than just like avoid bear. Then evacuate the area. There's got to be some steps in between. Do you do you like try to distract the bear? Maybe you throw a nice. You have like a, a pocket stake with you at all times. A pocket stake. There's only one problem with this, Tommy. Yes. Women's clothing don't have pockets. Oh no! Should you carry an extra satchel for emergency stakes? <laughs> stake satchel. <laughs> yes. All right. That's all right. That's our version of this you're going to carry an extra steak satchel in case you run into any bears yes that might also attract the bears so it may be causing your problem and then solving your problem yes but you know whose plan i don't hate for once gordy's yeah like should children have access to tranquilizer guns no but was that the most reasonable and sound like plan for if a bear attack occurs? I have a tranquilizer gun. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, most I don't, of the 40s made all season. I don't think he's fully in the wrong here. Obviously, he could have handled the situation better. But in his defense, the teachers probably shouldn't uh, dress up as bears and not tell the entire staff. Yeah. Like that, that, there should be an email at least, like a school-wide email. Did like, Gordy checks his email. No, he probably doesn't. You're right. And if you gave him a paper copy, he'd probably just send it into the furnace to watch it. Or the weasel would like steal it and eat it. Yeah. No, these are all good points. So, yeah, but I, I did appreciate Gordy this episode. I appreciated Cookie to a degree. Cookie seemed very concerned about safety. Very concerned. And, you know, as he should be. Yeah. Well, no one else was. Yeah. Let's jump in. Emergency drills. So yeah, like we were talking about, Monroe starts off, he's teaching about bears and no one's listening to him. No one. Like, I do think this is a weird day. We didn't even, like this fact the school, we've talked about like some of our schools, like my school had like a wellness day where it was like, forget all your, your class assignments. You're going to just focus on wellness. But to me, this is a lot to put all these drills in one day. Right. You're not going to retain all of that information. Yeah. And also, like, the amount of danger. You're putting them in so much danger. We're doing a lot. But I will say, so California, instead of doing, like, we're going to have one day where we do a bunch of different types of drills, 
we have one day where a bunch of schools are all going to do the same drill. So we have the California Great Shakeout. Oh. It's like statewide earthquake drill day. Yeah, we didn't have earthquake drills where I'm from. Reasonably so. Yeah, we didn't really have earthquakes. <laughs> Did you know, that'd be near a fault line for that to make sense. Yeah, yeah, we had tornadoes. Ours were tornado warnings. See, I did not have any sort of tornado warnings, tornado watches. Oh. I had to learn what to do in the event of a tornado when I moved. Did they put you in an earthquake simulator? No, we we did not. And like, upon further reflection, it's a weird drill because like. You know, like fire alarm. They're like, okay, this alarm is going to sound and there are things that you need to go do. An earthquake drill? They're just like, this is an earthquake drill. And you just climb under your desk and curl up into a little ball and like put your hands behind your head and neck. Do you need to practice that? Like I get the other ones because you have to go to certain locations. So you need to know where you're going. Right, right. Like a fire drill, I am doing something. I need to like really practice this earthquake drill you just you know curl up and then you just stay there until they're like okay you're good yeah we didn't have a ton of different we had the tornado drill we had obviously fire drills all the time like i feel like we were always in the parking lot from a fire <laughs> drill and then we would sometimes like in a blue moon we would have like um and sometimes they were real but it was like drills where they lock down the classroom in case of like a school shooter or yes like we that. did have lockdown drills but nothing, nothing to this. I never had a bear drill. I never had an earthquake drill. Over the other ones, Torn they did have the tornado, but we didn't have a giant fan. That see, that's the thing. Like, I feel like you can have these drills without the simulations, and I feel like that's very dangerous in a school to have. Like when Mr. Wright blares the earthquake speakers, where we're like, where do they have this budget for these speakers? Where do they have the budget? What about people's like ear safety and hearing? And as someone who has lived through many an earthquake, th that is a very dramatic simulator. Yeah, I, I honestly probably needed an earthquake drill. My first earthquake, I got nervous because I have a pretty, pretty big TV. And I got nervous because it was shaking, so I just held it. But I'm thinking, like, maybe that's not <laughs> smart because if there was an earthquake, it would probably fall on me. And now I'm like, I'm in the prime position for this TV to smush me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that I think was was the bad plan for the earthquake. Listen, if it's me or this TV, I guess I'm out of here. Tommy said, protect the TV at all costs. That was literally, it was like six o'clock in the morning. I'm just like, don't worry, guys, I saved the TV. And everyone's like, are you okay, though? One of my friends was visiting California and had never experienced an earthquake and like woke up to the earthquake happening and thought that his bed was falling apart underneath him. <laughs> was very confused as to what was happening. I love people who don't understand earthquakes. Like uh, we watched the show Big Brother and it's always fun when they get to an experience an earthquake for the first time because they're, they're so mind blown by the experience. It's a weird experience in like nothing like what's on TV. Like when they show earthquakes in TV and movies, it's that that and i was very much expecting like there will be lots of just like rumbling and things will happen and sometimes you're just like wow that felt weird a book fell off my shelf was that an earthquake yeah no and it's, it's, it's very casual i mean obviously there are some very serious earthquakes, yes but there also are a lot that 
are just like, oh, hi, earthquake. You're, you're, you're telling me you're here. Right. Like, I lived in Florida for a while, and, like, Florida has some, like, lighter hurricanes and heavier hurricanes. And even, like, a casual hurricane is still, like, a lot and a major problem. Like, you've got flooding, you've got water issues, you need to get supplies from the grocery store. Like, it's a whole ordeal. A light earthquake, you're just like, huh, I should check Twitter and see if that was an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter is my go-to. <laughs> So yes, the bear drill's happening. We're, we're talking about it. And then we find out the big news. Shonda's having a party, y'all. And it, it's the biggest party of the year. Turn up. And that's, people seem way more concerned about Shonda's party. That's a real emergency here. I only went to one middle school party. And while it was, you know, potentially happening time, how popping could a party hosted by a 12-year-old really be? Not that popping. But for a 12-year-old, maybe it is. True, true. Like, I really thought that we were popping off in Mahogany Falarka's garage. Yeah, I don't think I ever went to a party. I went to the I think my version of parties were, like, the school dances. Like, that's... Middle school dances are very serious business as well. So serious. But wait, how'd y'all have a dance with, like, 60 people? That that was barely because sometimes like it was we would we they would combine like certain grades so it's like all the middle school instead of just like your grade. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So it'd be like two hundred kids instead of sixty. So we're really raging then. But the big problem with this party is a, Mo's had a zit, on her face. She won't show anyone. She says it's it's awful. It is, it is the mountain of zits. Yeah, she, you know, she's hiding it. Yeah. And Ned's problem is he just needs to ask Susie. They got all these emergencies happening. Yes. I feel like there's a way he could have done this. <laughs> I feel like the way that he did it was exactly how he was meant to. Yeah. And it did work. Like He technically did ask her and she did say yes. This is true. So that's his issue all, all episode. Trying to get Susie to go to dance with him. Moses is worried about her zit. That's her emergency. And we don't see Cookie for a while. He gets upset because they're having the fire drill and he thinks it isn't moving fast enough. So Cookie's taking things in his own hands. We stand pure accountability. Yeah, he's like, why is, no one's caring. He's the only one that cares. He's kind of being about himself, but like it could still benefit everyone. So he meets up with Gordy who Gordy is going to help him make a tunnel. Why are these guys always making tunnels together? Well, why does Gordy still work there? You know, why are they leaving Gordy unsupervised? The amount of property damage that Gordy has done in this past year alone and still has a job? Absurd. Yeah. And also, like, how does he get this budget? Like, he has a nice budget, and I don't understand how he proved to the execs at that school that he deserves all these power tools, all these tranquilizers. Yeah, he's got tranquilizer guns. He's got this, like, intense closet full of snacks and a disco ball in case of emergencies. Yeah, because he showed, he showed Cookie. I'm, like, super prepared. He's got that big locker, the big uh, safety cupboard locker thing and yeah like every tranquilizer you can think of he's got it he's, he's prepared and i can't say that i'm mad at the preparation like this is one of the few times where i'm like all right gordy 
at least you you were doing something to help the children. He lost me when him and Cookie were like, let's build a series of tunnels. It's like, I feel like there's just gotta be, like, Grease janitor. He's gotta have, like, master keys. There's gotta be some side doors that he could just unlock. And what's their plan when, like, everyone goes in the tunnels? You're gonna have the same issue. Everyone's gonna be backed up and you're gonna be in a line again. Oh, no. I think they were like, this is our plan. But no one else is gonna notice the giant tunnel in the room? Well, they, I mean, that's where they went wrong, right? Is that they misplaced all of their tunnels. But theoretically, if they had an actual secret tunnel like they had planned, they would have had something. Yeah, then everyone else would be backed up and they'd be safe at home, snug in bed, uh, not worried about no bears or earthquakes. Right. What if the bear gets in the tunnel? (laughs) How terrifying would that be? Problem. (laughs) You turn around, there's a bear in the tunnel with you. Secret tunnel. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> the minute you said secret tunnel, I definitely thought about the avatar. Said. Uh, shout out to Briz. <laughs> yeah. We do get our earthquake drill led by Mr. Wright. He is very upset. They're all they all are, honestly. Monroe was upset about people not paying attention to his bear drill. Wright's upset people aren't paying attention to his earthquake. Like we said, he set off the speakers and this shot Susie out of the room before Ned could ask her to the dance this time <laughs> do speakers work like that to sound work like that apparently if it's forceful enough yeah like if, in my opinion i'm concerned that it, for it to be loud enough to take her out of the room their eardrums are dead they can't hear gotta be gotta be and again where's the concern for the children yep we flash to gordy and cookie they made their tunnel and led back to where they were in study hall. Why did no one stop them before they got all the way through the wall again? Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, why did no one, is there no teacher in the study hall? Right, and even without a teacher, like, I need the rest of these middle schoolers to really step it up and, yeah. and be like, hey, uh, you've got some power tools and try to study here. This is inappropriate, please stop. Not reporting is sometimes just as bad as being a part of the problem exactly exactly yep Uh, mose now has a bag on her head she's talking to ned and he's like listen i'll give you some tips on how to solve this pimple problem tip one chill the pimple with ice and then hit that bad boy with some makeup to cover it up after you've hit it with the ice i mean he's not wrong in the sense that like icing your skin does reduce redness and yeah. irritation. But then wouldn't the makeup re-irritate it? I mean, yes and no. You just gotta, you know, it sacrifices sometimes. Yeah. If you're trying to hide her, sometimes you just gotta go. Can we come up with a new invention to help with pimples? Like, like what about like a pimple eye patch? Damn it, Tommy. You took my tip. Was that, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're switching it up for the season finale. You get a little mid-episode tip. So if you have a pimple, they actually, it's not quite an eye patch, but they do sell little pimple patches. Uh, the brand is Mighty Hero, and it even like blends in with your skin, so you literally can just put a little patch over it. Um, and they're like translucent, so that way if you put makeup on top of it, the makeup isn't actually touching the pimple, 
and then it's that like medication to like pull out of pull everything that's in the pimple out of it so then it reduces the appearance see that's a good tip i didn't even know that i was just thinking like a literal eye patch uh, yeah or like a top hat you put a little especially <laughs> if you're going to a party now it's a party pimple this is true also this episode is not sponsored by mighty heroes or party pimples <laughs> which is the company i'm now going to try to start <laughs> You can be the CEO of Party Pimples. I would love to see it on Shark Tank. Hey guys, welcome to Shark Tank. My idea is Party Pimples. You just, you just put a top hat on it. That's, it. <laughs> That's all it is. Which one of you wants to put the pop in your Party Pimple? Pop, pop. <laughs> oh, I can see it now. <laughs> all right, we see Seth's talking to Susie. It's making Ned very nervous. Like anytime a guy's talking to Susie, he's nervous they're gonna ask her before he can ask Susie first. We get the tornado drill led by Chopsaw. He's just shooting a random fan and just yelling, tornado drill. They're not, <laughs> <laughs> tornadoes don't even come at you sideways. They're like, it's like an upwards tornado, right? And like, if the tornado is inside where you are, like you've got bigger problems. Like I don't, <laughs> yes. you have an in-building tornado. And I don't know there if this was a, really gonna help you. And there was a random cow. Which, you know, very common, they say, in tornadoes. That is a true point, yeah, because you, you do have to worry. They say sometimes that you take more damage from the things flying in the tornado yes. than you will from uh, from actually being in the tornado. Well, my, uh, my brothers almost ended up in a tornado. It was very scary. They were... Oh, no. There was one tornado that once hit my small town. It was very, it was very small, but it was serious. And it, but it went across the lake, which was like crazy, and attacked a liquor store. And then, <laughs> I'm sorry, like I'm not laughing at this liquor store being yeah, hit yeah. by this tornado, but the the verb of the tornado attacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident that tornado is anti-alcohol. <laughs> I'm attack that liquor store. Yeah, the tornado pulled out some boxing gloves. Papa. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my brother was in a car going to work and then noticed this tornado tried to back up and the back wheel started to like get picked and they had to like veer and they got out, but Oh my god. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we do need these tor these tornado drills. This is true. This is true. But I don't know if they would have taught them about like if you're in a car like we need more elaborate drills not just this one no what if i'm on a boat and a tornado hits what if i'm covered in honey and a bear starts attacking me what do i do then maybe you know maybe the bear's into it i can yeah. think of some bears that would enjoy if you were covered in honey yeah but that seems like mur <laughs> mur murder <laughs> <laughs> someone who is not getting murdered is these teachers, but they are upset. Very upset. They're upset because no one's listening. They're in their teacher lounge and uh, they're trying to come up with a plan because no one is taking their drills seriously. Moe's might now because she's dealt with her zit problem. There's no more zits on her face. She followed Ned's advice. Yep, and now she can focus on the problem at hand. Yep. Ned's solution is to create <laughs> which seems very problematic when we're talking about emergency drills. He has narrowed the hallway, hallway down so that all these people now have to go down a smaller route just so that he can talk to Susie. 
very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. I don't know what he was thinking here. Yeah. Speaking of danger, Gordy somehow thought it was a good idea to start the tunnel on the second floor. Which, like, Cookie is a smart, smart man. Like, if you've got all of these inventions that you're creating, you've got a pants printer, you've got, you know, Google Glass before that was a thing, you ain't think to to say something before y'all started jackhammering through the floor? Cookie may be one of those people that is, he is book smart, he is just not street smart. At this rate, that's what it's looking like, and it's it's concerning. Yeah, you can have all the brains in the world, but like, man, everyone knows you don't start a tunnel on the second floor. Right, like, that's just obvious. Yeah, and, and they kind of come to that conclusion, too. They decide, yeah, maybe we just stick with the school evacuation plan. We don't yeah. try to change anything. Susie says yes to Ned. She, he asked, and she was like, yes, I'll go, I'll go to Shonda's party. Which, like, I was a little surprised. I'm not going to lie. It, it felt a little bit like a plot device of, like, yeah, we haven't, we've shown that she's kind of irritated with Ned all season, but now we're going to have her be interested. Right. I don't feel like we earned that. I don't feel like we earned it. I agree with you. We need to see a, a couple more moments where at least she was nice to Ned. Yes. Like, I think if we had an episode or two where Susie was like, oh, okay, thanks, Ned. Like, not that bad. But, yep. but then she yells. And it's not because of Ned, though. It's because she sees a bear. <laughs> that, that's... Were you the voice uh, actor for... for... Yes. I have oh. an IMDb credit. Thank you. <laughs> oh. uh, and everyone freaks out. Ned, Mose, and Cookie, they run into Gordy's office with them. Gordy grabs the bear tranquilizer and he's like, I'm ready. You guys stay here. I'm going to protect us. This is good Gordy. Like you said, he is, he is doing what he should be doing, protecting the children and going out and trying to stop this bear. Yes. What's not good is he shoots himself in the leg. Yes. In true Gordy fashion. Like I, again, had high hopes. I was like, okay, Gordy, prepared, ready to, to take things out. But I, I didn't even see how this was happening. Like Gordy. I, I guess he had the, 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 the shooty part. On <laughs> the shooting part, facing his leg, and then he like forgot. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense, but he did it. He shot himself. I mean, uh, if anybody can shoot themselves, it would be Gordy. Honestly, so. probably most of this school, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust any of them with a bear tranquilizer. This Maybe Claire. Cool. Claire, I think Claire Sawyer could handle Claire it. Claire Sawyer, future lawyer, would be following all the regulations. Um, she also is well-versed in whether or not Gordy is allowed to have all of these tranquilizers on school grounds. Seems like a weapon to me. That's true, too. Wait, does he have a license? You need a tranquilizer license. I don't know. Like an animal control? Like, you need to go to animal control school? (laughs) Maybe. It also seems, like, expensive. Like, those do not look like cheap tranquilizer guns. No. Where's he doing all this on a janitor's salary? Did you need a gun for each? Couldn't isn't it just the 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 darts, right? So you just need one gun, and then you could switch out darts. Yeah, I mean, in the long run, this is better because you don't have to switch out the darts, but it's a lot more money. Yes, that will be our next Shark Tank product. Uh, Tranking one. <laughs> yes. Ned, Cookie, and Moe's—they panic even more because they're like, "All right." We have Gordy protecting us, and they're like, oh, this is not enough. And so they run into the emergency locker, 
with all the snacks and the radio, and they're in there waiting for Gordy to come save them. Little do they know, Gordy is 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 drugged. Like Gordy is not. Are you down for the count? Yep. And then we get revealed that it was Mr. Monroe in the bear suit all along. It was red herring. Yep. It was a test. It was to show that hey guys, you need to take this seriously. Like this could have been a real bear. And no one was listening, and everyone's laughing, and it's like, ah, good job, teachers, you got us, you got us here, like, you're right, we should pay attention. Uh, and then Monroe decides to put the bear hat back on, and it's like, yeah, because panicking would be bad. Roar! And Gordy sees this, because he wakes up. And, and then he takes the shot. Pew, pew. Yep. And now, both him and Mr. Monroe are going to the hospital, but I think they forgot something. <laughs> what about the children yeah they're stuck in the locker luckily they have snacks I don't want to think about how they use the restroom yeah, yeah. but they but get I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Gordy had a solution for that in there somehow yeah is this this is my other question though is this is Charlotte throwing a party during the week or is this a Friday now if it's a Friday are they stuck there to the, the whole week oh I didn't think this through Either way is problematic. Either Shonda, why are you throwing parties during the week? People got to study. People got to do homework. The other problem were their be- parents. Like their parents weren't concerned when they didn't come home. Yeah, maybe they thought they were at Shonda's. All maybe they already knew about Shonda's party. They were like, oh, they must have stayed at Shonda's house. But where are the adults? Where are the adults? That should be like the hashtag of Ned's. <laughs> <laughs> adults question mark. <laughs> But yeah, that's the episode. And it does like come up the next episode. I mean, Ned's whole, we'll get into it, but like Ned's whole thing is him trying to get Susie to forgive him because she he stood her up for all she knows. I do like when there's connectivity between the two. I do too. I think that was like one of my favorite episodes of season one, I think was the dance and the relationship one where where it continuous about the whole husky thing the fact that they brought that up in the second episode about the husky liking cookie uh i thought was a fun fun little you know continuation yeah because i think you know and we can talk about the season overall after we finish the episode but i think one of the critiques that i would have of ned's is that we have these like fun standalone moments, but then as like a big picture, sometimes the like storylines feel really disconnected where you're like, where did the killer bees go? Why does Susie suddenly like Ned? What is happening? And if I remember two and three, I think they get better at that. Uh, I, I believe like there are stories that go throughout multiple episodes. You see the, the impact of one thing that happened episodes before that then comes back later in another episode so yeah we can only hope but we're gonna stay here wait for our bus because it's time for some late bus late bus i did not have a late bus did you have a late bus we did because a lot of us stayed after for for clubs like our late bus was different than this it wasn't like a bus that was late it was like we had a late bus which was like four o'clock five o'clock it would be there for after clubs and stuff have gotten out we had an activity bus in middle school for like a hot sec. Like I feel like we had that for like one semester, and then they're like, nah, 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 nah. We're good. We're good. We don't need this anymore. But I'm like, no, this was actually a helpful resource. Yeah, but we also had a lot of late buses because like we were a, like a snow town, right? Very uh, snowy, and the rule was like 
basically the, the big obstacle for if you were going to get a snow day or not was if the buses can get to your house. If the buses can all get there, you're going to have school regardless of how snowy it is. And so you always hope that your bus was going to be super late or not show up at all. Yeah, we, we didn't have snow days. We did have heat days, though. Heat days. I had that once in college where it was an old building and the teacher, it was like not, it was an impromptu. The teacher was just like, this building has no AC and it's really hot. I'm canceling class. I'm sorry. I can't do this. I know your district can have heat days where they're like, "Mm, actually it's it's too hot to physically go to school. Uh, And then sometimes there's like wildfire days where like there's too much ash in the air. So it's not safe to go outside and breathe. So uh, you stay home. Yeah, just stay home. But yeah, I mean, I think late buses are, are smart, especially with programs like Activity Bus. I think that's smart. This one just seems like this. I, where is their bus kept? So, like, we've talked on my school and how it's. Did you all have your own fucking bus yard? We did. We So, like, here's our school. Then we have this student parking lot. And then we have, like, the stadium, the track, and all the, the sports stuff. And yeah, then, you know, you just you, the Olympic field, all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did, we our track even had the the. Do you know what the steeplechase is? No. So that's a track event. I don't think every school was prepared to have, but basically, it's like it's part of the track that opens up. You fill it with water, and the steeplechase is you put these giant hurdles, like giant that you had to like climb over. You jump into the water and you keep running. Like that's a, a race that would happen <laughs> in some tracks. Uh, so we're, we're attracted to that, but our bus uh, area, yeah, they had their whole building. It was a giant building for all the bus drivers and the buses. We would also, oh, speaking of like emergency drills, we also have like bus awareness day where we would get to go there and like learn about the bus. bus and, like awareness day. Yeah. And like learn the emergency, like if your bus uh, falls over, this is the exit you use in case of an emergency. Your school continues to be next level. Yeah, it also had its own gas station for these buses. You're lying at this point. This, this is dishonest. <laughs> this is not the truth. I refuse to believe. I refuse, Thomas, to believe your school had a gas station for the buses. I mean, it was like one, one uh, uh, pump. But they- oh, you know, it was just a conservative one pump gas station. Well, then the bus didn't have to go into a gas station. It was, it was so convenient. It was all right well, there for them. Well, the convenience rate. Like, I understand the logic here, but also the shenanigans. You know, uh, I don't disagree with you. But, yeah, so I, I don't think my buses were ever really that late because they were all, like, ready, you know? And we had, like, a, a loop around for, for our bus pickup. There was like all the, we had a a loop around driveway. So they would all just line up. So you get out of school and all the buses are right there available for you. Ready, just prepared. Yep. But with this situation, Ned did not have his bus there. We find out the Friday bell rang. They're ready for the weekend. And we all know that feeling. Like I love Fridays. I think we still do as adults with work. Oh, give me a good Friday. I would be so upset if it was a Friday and my bus was late. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst one because it's like, you're you're eating into my weekend time now. Shonda's party's going to start. Well, Shonda's party, we already missed it. That's why Susie yeah. pissed. Yeah, that's true. Wait, I think we solved our thing. It must have been a Thursday then. Yes. Did they, so did these kids even change? Are they just wearing <laughs> their stinky clothes from the night before? 
Maybe maybe they showered in PE? Cookie hates showering in PE, though. This is true. This is um, true. Maybe he got over it. Yeah, maybe he did. But yeah, so it is Friday. Susie's mad. The bus is late. Bus 9 has broken down and needs a replacement. So all the students who are supposed to ride Bus 9, conveniently all the students we know. <laughs> they just all live in the same neighborhood. They all just have the same bus. Yeah, don't worry about the other Bus 1 through 8 students. We never see them. It's a lot of buses for how small this school is. Yes. Like, we had a lot of buses, but we were also in elementary school, middle school, and a high school. And I feel like this size was, like, I feel like their population was very close to mine. Maybe a little bit bigger. But you don't need nine buses. No. So, yeah. The bus is late. They're outside. I feel like they just really wanted this episode because they got permission to shoot outside. It was a cute little moment. I was not mad about the outside episode. No, and I think we get more. Like it's just in that one little patio. They get their free time, their little outside. <laughs> their time. yard time. They're all honors students. <laughs> and I was talking to my brother about the whole honor thing and how you think it's crazy. He's like, "What? Like it makes sense that we'd get a breakfast." <laughs> and I'm like, "It's not normal though. Like other people don't do this. <laughs> we just deserve food because we're smart." <laughs> But Ned goes around and gives us our tips. I, I love when Ned gives the tips in the beginning. Like, yeah, just get these tips out of the way. We don't need to worry about them. Uh, he says, free time. Use that instead to invent a game while you're waiting for the bus. And they invented pie field goal, which was kicking pies into Coconut Head's face. They were coconut, though. Getting pied in the face is not as much fun as people think it is, though. So I... I've only been pied in the face once, but it was very, it was a gentle pieing of the face. Yeah, I got pied way too much. Like it was- You seem like someone who would get pied a lot. I did enjoy it. Like I always loved doing the activities like dunk tanks. I loved a good dunk tank. I loved being dunked in a dunk tank. Not I said the fly. You will not catch me in a dunk tank. That seems wildly unpleasant. No, so you get to like, you get to yell at them, be like, you can't hit me, ha ha ha. And then they do, and then you fall into the water. But yeah, the worst part was trying to get back up because at least the one I was in, they have these like, the frame was what you were climbing up, but the frame is being pushed by a lot of water. So you had to cram your toes in between this water and the frame, and so your toes are getting crushed as you're going up. Oh no. Yeah. And see, like, the getting back up is the very reason why you won't catch me in a dunk tank. I wish there was like a way to like like in a little elevator they could just or like maybe you're like strapped up and they have a crane and they just crane you back up. <laughs> they just pull you back up. Yeah, but yeah, with the pie, like yeah, some of those hurt, especially if they're not made well. These people are like, especially kids. Like I, we did it, we had this thing at this park. We had a park program that we would go to, and one day you would, each kid got to invent their own invent their own game, and sell prizes that they wanted to sell, and it was like a little carnival that you made. Cute. Yeah, and we would do pie. But now you have a bunch of kids throwing pies in your face. And our big mistake, we didn't wear goggles. And we also were kids, so we kept our eyes open. And you do not want more cream. Yeah, you had some foggy vision. Like, I'm pretty sure I messed up my eyes because it would just be, like, foggy for the rest of the day. Okay, important question. Do you prefer whipped cream pies or shaving cream pies? I think I would prefer shaving cream because... The milk, the, the the lactose in the pie, it smells. You're all smelly for the rest of the day. It's bad for your skin. I agree. I am also a 
shaving cream pie person. I've only been pie in the face once, but like I've had to clean up many a shaving cream extravaganza. And like shaving cream, you can just rinse. With whipped cream, you're sticky. Yep. It's up your nose, allegedly. It smells bad. Yeah, I've never been like pie pie. Like I've never had someone who bought or made like actual pies, like fruit pies with fillings and then wasted them on a pie toss. Oh no, anybody doing that is absurd. You better get a pie tin and fill it with some whipped cream or some shaving cream. Yeah, ridiculous. I did though end up on Clown Talk and recently saw a tutorial on proper pieing technique to not harm your fellow person. We could become professional pieers. Yes. The key apparently is to not actually make contact. You're just like following through and guiding the pie and then like letting gravity do the rest of the work to get to the face instead of like actually mashing the person. The problem is the hand. Mm -hmm. Because the the hand's going to come through and that tin is not very thick. And so your hand's crushing their face. Right. You could like break somebody's nose like that. But no, no. I like the one where you have to throw it. Because then it's like, there's still a level of like, oh, you might miss. There's some suspense in there. Yeah. One of the like signature programs for the building I used to run, shout out to Agave, Agave Breeds Winners. Um, We had this event called Agave Cares. And part of it was you could like pie your RA for a dollar. Because it was like to raise money for value of the Sun United Way. I will never forget one of the kids. He's like holding this pie in his hand and he's looking at me and he bends down and he takes just a little bite off the top of what he thought was whipped cream. And I just like watched the realization in his face as he recognized that it was shaving cream. Yikes. Yeah, we did shaving cream ones for for RA as well. I think it was actually at a different building, but I was obviously Tommy and was like, I'll help do, <laughs> you can buy me too for your building, even though this has no weight on me or anything. <laughs> so that's what I do. We love a supportive king. Yes. Uh, Susie's mad at Ned and Ned gives a tip. Hey, if you have this extra time, take a jump start on some homework. Great, which I think is smart. I think that's a really good plan because it's like you're, you're sitting there anyways and, and you really don't need to do, why are you inventing a game? This is homework time. Then you can party later. Right. Like I have games at home and things that I like actively want to do, you know, play some Mario Party with my friends. Yep. I'm going to wait till I get home to play the good games. Yes, exactly. And we see that Ned isn't going to be able to do homework because he gets asked for some advice. He's like Dr. Phil and Loomer's up in here asking Ned how to be more like him. Which, Loomer, 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 Loomer. I feel like he has had a weird story arc all season. Yeah. They're trying to play that like he's this nice guy all along, but then here it's like he needs to be trained to be the nice guy. Right, and I felt like he was on a good path. I felt like at one point, like we went from bully to like, oh, maybe Loomer's kind of nice and then back to bully. And now, you know, he's drawn up this contract with Claire Sawyer. Future lawyer. And I just want him to be himself. 
Yeah, I, that's the thing. Is like it's like a weird lesson. It's like oh, he needed to change himself, and like even at the end, like uh, spoilers, but like Moses, like yeah, I probably would have. He, I probably would have went out with him now because he looks like a completely different person. It's like, is that the lesson we're trying to learn here? Is like change yourself, and then the person you like will like you. Right, because really, you know, yes, should he be nice and smile more? Good things, but like what she was reacting to was he changed his clothes. Yep. And yeah. to be honest, I like the leather jacket. And and it's also like that's his style. It has nothing to do with like who he is as a person. Right. Like I get the niceness. Maybe don't scare people. Maybe don't bully people. Like that's all stuff. Also, like is Ned the person that she, is Ned the pinnacle of nice guy? Right. Because like Ned just stood his date up. It's not like he getting very far either. Yeah. Exactly. So. I don't get it, but hey, Ned's on board because this contract says that he won't get bullied for a year if Loomer gets a date with Moe's. Which, if I were Moe's and I found out about this contract, I'd be like, wow, this is gross. Like, why are you making arrangements based on my personal preferences and desires? If I want to date somebody, I'm going to date them. And if not, not. Yeah, I think that's the first mistake here from everyone is like, the minute Ned heard about this, he should have just went to Moe's directly. Loomer should have just went to Moe's directly. Everyone should have not done these, like, tricks and shenanigans. And it, like, speaking of pies, like, Ned kind of gets pied in the face for this. It's karma. As he should. As yeah. he should. Yep. Cookie decides to use his time not to do homework, not to help Loomer, not to make game. He's making money, baby. He's making profit. He's starting a tour of the school. Which I don't hate this idea at all. I also love, like, we get to it, it's like, at one point he gets called out, like, you're doing the tour again. Like, he's done this before. Like, this is not his <laughs> first time leading this tour. This king has perfected his side hustle. Yep, he is leading a tour. Gordy lets Cookie in, and Gordy's plan for the episode is to chase that weasel. He said, I have big things happening in the gymnasium. Come to the gymnasium at the end of your tour and I will show you what I have planned for this weasel. And it reminded me of a giant game of mousetrap. Yes, it 100% was one of those like, Gordy, you could have had a way simpler trap. Yeah, yeah, but you know, again, it's Gordy and he apparently has an endless budget. Yep, so all that's happening, the kids go crazy. As of now, Cookie does not have them under control. They go running around the school. We flip to Moe's, who's just reading a little book, and she meets a little friend. And what do you know? Her name is Jennifer, too. Yeah, not T.O., though. T.U. T.U. I will say, this is another one. In the same way that you feel like Susie and Ned, they, they jumped it very quickly, I also felt like Moe's and her best friend conquest, they kind of forgot about, and then they're like, oh, we're at the last episode. We, we better do something about this. Right, right. And we could have had just, like, a couple more moments. It almost seems like they thought they were going to get, like, 20 episodes, and then got down to, like, th- they were cut down to 13, and they're like, alright, we gotta fill in some of these. Yeah, wrap it up, wrap it up. Yeah. So, yes, we meet this this girl. She loves all the same books as Moe's. Both their names are Jennifer. It, it's a match made in heaven they love math yeah love it jennifer's got jennifer too as her two friends that are also guys yeah named let me see if i can find their names it was mookie and ted 
Yes, which like, if I were Mookie and Ted or Cookie and Ned, how would you not have found these other humans? Yeah, yeah. I also will say like, maybe this is just me, but I do find that like, I don't know if Jennifer and Moe's would have worked out as was just this first interaction. Because if you have all the same interest, I could see you butting heads on like, you want something that's yours. Right, that's a lot to be like, we are exactly the same. Yeah, because like with Moe's and Susie, what's good is like, yes, they have the similar interests, but they're completely different person. Like they have completely different interests on top of the things they do have in, in common. Right. Yep. Uh, Ned gets Loomer to dress nicely, which we've said like, Kind of problematic. Also problematic that Loomer beats up a kid to steal his clothes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was an issue. Yeah, not great there, but hey, he's making progress. Uh, the first stop on the cookie tour was uh, Coach Dirk, who watches soaps. And she's crying. And all these teachers... First of all, like maybe can she lock her door? Maybe that would have helped if she knows Cookie does these tours. Yeah, like the first time, shame on Cookie. The second time, lock her door. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know. If I'm a student, I'm not amazed by any of the things on this tour, to be honest. Same. Yeah, so, like I was saying, Cookie gave this tour before, which, I, again, I think is just really funny that, like, the teachers know he does this. <laughs> Ned tells Loomer to act nice and uh, says he has a very scary laugh. And, like, this is the stuff that I can see having Loomer work on. It's, like, how are you presenting yourself socially to people? Right, how do you interact with others? Yep. And Ned's uh, like, yeah, just like laugh like a normal human being. <laughs> Doesn't need to be aggressive in your laugh. Yeah, just casual chuckle. Ha ha ha. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cookie leads them next on the tour so that the opposite sex can go to the opposite sex bathroom. So all the boys went to the girls' bathroom, all the girls went to the boys' bathroom. Now, this could be fascinating. Like, this is better content than watching Dirk watch a soap opera. Yeah, and I feel like there's, you know, growing up, there's this, like, mystery and allure of, like, the girl's bathroom and are there nice things in there? Is it a better bathroom? Yeah, don't you guys, I feel like I saw one that had a couch in it. In the sometimes, like, if you go to, like, a fancy store, like a Nordstrom or, like, a Neiman Marcus, sometimes there's, like, a little yeah. seating area. But it feels fair because usually, usually women are waiting more and and. I think of it as like guys has the urinals as like a replacement. We don't get a couch, but we get that quick, easy access in and out. Yeah. And sometimes like the couches and chairs and things are helpful for like women who are nursing yep. to be able to be like, cool, I can like go be somewhere private, but not like take my baby in a bathroom stall. Yeah, exactly. Ned's still giving tips and says girls like to feel appreciated. Yes. That's a fact. Like, a lot of these tips are just facts. Yeah, like, people like to feel appreciated. Yep. I, I too, like to feel appreciated. Next on the cookie tour, we get what he calls truly scary. Teacher Rap Club. Listen, I was a big fan of Teacher Rap Club. (laughs) I have so many thoughts about Teacher Rap Club. I love, first off, that they put all the teachers we know and, like, probably the ones that are paid more on the stage and all the ones that are probably extras or just random production that they, you could just see the back of their ads. It was great. It was everything I needed. <laughs> I don't even remember the rap. It's like, we're the teachers. We're the teachers. 
something something bleachers. bleachers we're gonna we're gonna put your we're gonna put you in the bleachers <laughs> i and, i was a big fan yeah well they have a coach they've gotten better because they have a coach that is little romeo i was is, a big little romeo fan yeah i i little, wasn't little romeo had his own show and it was his dad yes hey oh watch me go it's time for the romeo show yeah, and his dad, I think he ended up being on Dancing with the Stars at one point. Yes, Master P. Yeah, wild times. Yeah, okay, yeah. Love Little Romeo, great cameo. Uh, a little odd, but hey, you know. <laughs> Get your bag, Little Romeo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he did what he needed to do. I wonder if there was, like, some overlap in the timing that they were like, Hey, let's uh let's do this little cameo. I bet you he was filming on set. Yeah, I bet you he was already filming on set and they were like, Hey, can we grab you for a little bit? You really just like unlocked that memory for me. I forgot about that show. Isn't it crazy when like there's shows that you remember watching as a kid and someone can say something and it like completely sparks like three seasons of a show and you're like, Oh yeah, I did watch that. That was a thing. And you know, now his latest project was uh, doing commercials for ICDC College. Get that bag? <laughs> <laughs> you were a mess. So that's the teacher rap club. Very scary. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out something sad, though. Very sad. Jennifer 2's last day was today. She's going to Paraguay. <laughs> of course, just as everyone does. <laughs> But luckily for Moe's, there's someone that likes all the same things as both her and Jennifer that's still at the school. The one, the only. Susie! (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, you would think with the amount of overlap time that Moe's and, like, Susie Crabgrass have, like, why has Jennifer, too, never surfaced? Yes, exactly. And, and, And I will say, for both of them, I did like that they didn't instantly, like, it didn't become a thing of, like, no, we can't be best friends. Like, they seemed to be trying it. They were complimenting each other. Yeah, you know, and again, this is kind of, like, we talked about with, like, Ned and Susie. Like, we just, like, went big leap. Yeah, we went from, like, Susie wouldn't even talk to Moe's to now she's trying. Why does, is it because I guess we could jump to the conclusion that, like, Susie just lost her best friend. So she is also looking for a best friend right now. So she might be more right. But agreed, it was a little jump. I, I do think there has to be something about like they they really uh, thought they had more episodes. That's my that's my thought. And it would make sense because like only season one is thirteen episodes, and then two and three are like twenty two. Yep, exactly. Maybe they did the whole like they they made thirteen right, and they were hoping they'd get uh, reinstated for more episodes. And then Nickelodeon was like, "Nope, we're good with your 13 And like, "Ah, yeah. you got yeah, us. just pause here, pause here." Yeah. Uh, we see that Mop Bucket Racist comes back. They really wanted to get their money out of these <laughs> Mop Buckets. That prop guy was proud of it. Anytime they could fit in those Mop Buckets, they were in an episode. <laughs> we get that, and everyone's just like super pumped from Cookie's tour. Loomer is ready to ask out Moe's. And instead of like walking up, he shouts. From a distance, you know, Loomer was already on the social distancing game before everyone else. A man ahead of his time. And shouts and doesn't say a name. So anyone could have assumed 
that he was asking them out. And anyone does. Susie. Who, like, Susie, it is kind of an issue that, like, anytime someone randomly asks out a girl, you assume it's you, and you go out with these random men that, are you even interested? She did this with Seth. Remember the episode where Mose was in a trash can and, uh, uh, Seth accidentally asked out Susie then? And, like, who is Susie genuinely interested in, right? She said yes to Ned. She said yes to Seth. She said yes to Loomer. Like, who do you actually like, girl? Or do you just like when men like you? Or when you think they do? I think she just likes the attention. That's my... I, I think she likes... The fact that she just jumps to the conclusion that, like, oh, someone is asking someone out, I'll go out it's with me. you. It's me. Yeah. Am I the one you want? You do now. And also on Loomer, if you truly want Moe's, clear this up. This is very easy. Like, yeah, it's embarrassing for Susie. Yeah, but be like, I wasn't talking to you. So sorry. I meant Moe's. Yep. Yeah, this was a rough situation. But like we said, Ned kind of got some karma because he helped Loomer. And Loomer is now going out with the person he liked. Yep. Moe says she would have... Went to, I'm like reading my notes. Susie. Okay. <laughs> Mo said afterwards, and this is like again, like I don't know. Read the room, Mo's. You can see Ned's upset, and she's like, "Oh, Loomer looks really good. I would have, I would have probably went to the mall if he asked me." Great. He was supposed to ask you. That that was the plan, but you know, karma. Yep. Exactly. Gordy shows us his plan, and like we said, it's like a, it's like a maze. It's like a mousetrap up in there. There's contraptions there's there's things that have to fall in order to get other things to go yeah he's really you know he's got a giant mallet yep and his plan is nuggets yep and his plan is to send the weasel to paraguay he could have just given the weasel to jennifer too i was just thinking the same thing you had to pay for shipping how much that's a big box also a big box for a weasel Huge box for a weasel. I think he could have shipped the weasels significantly cheaper. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a very expensive box. I think, I got to believe that he assumed he was going to be thrown into the, the box. But also make it smaller because you wouldn't have been shipped. And then the box just left. Um, there was a lot going on. Really extravagant plot. Yeah, and if you can't guess, Gordy, Gordy messed up. And Gordy ended up getting put in the box instead of the weasel. Because the weasel hit the button instead of Gordy. Yeah, which why he wasn't next to the weasel, why wasn't Gordy next to the weasel doesn't make sense to me. The weasel was too smart for that weasel nugget trap. I'm telling you, this episode was like, all right, we just got to get, get a bunch of stuff on paper. The prop guy was like, more props for me. Oh, yeah. The prop guy was the one that suggested this whole trap. He's like, hey, guys, what if Gordy makes an elaborate trap just so <laughs> that he ends up in the trap instead? Genius. Get that man a raise. <laughs> we find out that Cookie's tour has t-shirts, which again, smart on Cookie, you're merchandising now. I don't hate this from Cookie. Yep. Maybe a little bit better t-shirt design, but hey. Yeah, no, the design was not good. It wasn't yep. good at all. We find out Bus 9 has arrived. Everyone's pumped. They're in their Cookie tour t-shirts. They're getting on that bus. We get a sad Ned who's like, well, at least I don't get bullied for a year. Clarsor is there to ruin his day. Uh, uh, Ned, that was not the terms of the contract. Yep, it was supposed to be most because it is Susie. The, t- the contract is now null and void. What a bummer. Yeah. 
Really sad for Ned. The bus also broke down. This replacement bus that they get. Who checked this bus before it left the bus depot? Clearly, it's a far bus depot and not one with a gas station. Listen, if you're listening and your school also... So I need someone to validate my school. Does someone have the same issues? Did, did things happen to them like me? Did you have a gas station in your school? Were you too wealthy? Did your school district have too much money? <laughs> well, I wasn't wealthy. Too high. It would be great if I was wealthy. I would love this. Okay, this is fair. This is fair. I'm just saying, I don't know what kind of magic your administration had to do for y'all to have a bus depot and a, and a steeplechase and a greenhouse. We had a we had a wood area that they made into a trail so you so environmental science could go on nature walks. Oh, in the woods. We would also use it in football and we would have to run through the woods. And then one time uh, a football player was was doing shenanigans and shook uh, a birdhouse that was nearby, but it also had a lot of bees. So everyone else that ran afterwards was just getting stung by bees because of this idiot player. Where did you go to school? I refuse to believe this is a real place. What if I just made up every story? None of it's true. <laughs> That's a season one twist. None of my stories have been true this whole time. Ooh, that could be fun for season two. We find out what's true and what's not. No, we plant a fake story in season two, but we don't tell each other which one's the fake. Ooh, that could be fun. <laughs> I like this idea. But yeah, that's the episode. Gordy's in Paraguay. I'm assuming he comes back for season two. Fingers crossed. I mean, he only had that one box of weasel nuggets. He honestly was probably the most functioning adult. And that's saying something because he was not functioning. No, 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 no. <laughs> but at least he tried to protect the children. Yeah, I respect that. Yep. Do you have a tip for us, Tommy? I do. So obviously in real life, like some people take buses and, and sometimes that bus is late, but I'm gonna talk about just like lateness in general. If like you're in a work call and you, you have one scheduled for like, let's say three o'clock hypothetically, and then your <laughs> boss decides to like, ah, let's schedule it for four and five, let's push it back, I'm, I'm too busy. Uh, just because your schedule is now turned off because a lot of times you plan around those phone calls, just make sure that you're still being productive just because everything's washing doesn't mean you now have free time use that time uh prepare something maybe think of a new plan think of something else you want to talk to your boss about on this phone call yes make a little agenda yeah maybe play pie fill goal <laughs> game all right tommy for the last time in season one side character of the episode okay so this was like kind of rough for me there wasn't a ton that i loved i feel like everyone <laughs> Everyone flying the teachers, they're not getting it from me. Like, not even after the teacher rap. Both the episode and them thought that they were like winners because they pretended to be a bear and tricked their students into thinking they were in danger. Okay, okay, you're not wrong. That's my only issue with the teachers. I'm gonna give it to Jennifer too because this is the only time we see her. And listen. She was a gem. She cared about Moe's. Moe's was a stranger. And not only did she bond with Moe's while they were waiting for the bus, she also set Moe's up with a new best friend. This is true. She she did do a good handoff. My side character of the week, I have to go with my my middle school crush, my young love, Lil Romeo. <laughs> yep. 
He was a star. He got that bag. He got that bag, baby. Hey, get that cameo bag. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He was great. I uh, love a good little Romeo cameo. I wonder if we get more cameos in the future. Not from little Romeo, I don't think. But, uh, <laughs> just for we got Cosmo Wanda. That was another good cameo. That was a good cameo. SpongeBob. <laughs> we did get SpongeBob and Elvis. Can you? You still are convinced doesn't exist? <laughs> I've never seen Elvis. <laughs> he was twice. He was in there. I've never seen this man. Uh, and yeah, that's season one. How are you feeling? How how did, did was season one what you expected it to be? I mean, I think season one was what I expected it to be. It was a very different experience, like watching it continuously. Like, I don't think Ned's, if I recall correctly, was a show that I watched as a kid where I was like, every week I need to watch this show, but just like, would be like, oh, Ned's is on, I will watch it. So that was fun, but it was, you can tell they're still figuring out their identity and what their storytelling narrative is like it's goofy it's fun they've got wacky props and dummies and all sorts of kooky storylines but it's a good watch it's fun yeah i think i expected a little bit more story and i know it's season one and i I do think it gets better but i did expect more full season stories and not just episode stories yeah i agree i would like that's my season two wish list dear santa I want more stories that impact the whole season. I would like more from the side characters. And I would like a teacher that is smart and cares about their students. Co-sign that list. So that was season one. Like we said, we'll be back in a little bit. A little bit. And we'll be back for season two. Remember, as always, if you like us and you want to hear more from us, read and review us. Five stars if you want. You know they why not? Yeah. If you love the show, I'm Jalen Jones. If you hate the show, my name's Lindsay Shaw. <laughs> yeah, send more send more he her way. <laughs> <laughs> uh and we're on Twitter. Come find us. We're there. Hang out with us tweets. Tweet tweet. That's what our Twitter sounds like when we get a lot of messages. <laughs> and we will be back. And as always, remember guys. Together, we can survive the world. The world. Season one, out.